0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Monday MooCast. We've made it to episode 22 and they haven't kicked us off the internet yet, folks. Uh, I am Mike O'Meara and I'm here as always with... Greg Ober. And... Andrew Bissau. And we're going to start as we do every single episode, by talking about what we played this week. And hopefully this week was a little bit better for you guys. Uh, I know last week we were like... Debbie Downers in here, because we were like, what have we played? Nothing, my job, my life. Um, But um, this week was a little bit better for me. I finally got some uh, good play time uh, with a new game, with uh, Medal of Honor Warfighter, which uh, the critics are currently panning, but I don't really get, um, because I found uh, lots of fun with it. I think it's a nice alternative uh, to Call of Duty and Battlefield. So I've been having a lot of fun with that. Um, What have you been playing, Greg? Um,
1: Well, I've been playing... Oh, a lot less than Borderlands, actually. Oh, really? Um, well, really the only things I have left to do are get achievements sure. and grind for orange guns. Right. So, And I've been trying to get one SMG in particular, and I just said screw it, because I want to play something fun. So okay. I actually went back through and played Banjo-Kazooie this week. Really? Because I love that game. Wait, which so, version? The Xbox Live
0: Okay, the, 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 yeah, okay.
1: Which is fantastic. If you haven't played that game, go play it immediately. I think it's I better, played it, what
0: was it, N64? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the last time I played
1: it. Oh my god. It was the original. so much fun. I wish there were just fun, colorful platformers like that right. nowadays.
0: Besides but, Rayman, um,
1: you mean? Besides Rayman, because Rayman fits that bill right. very well. Um, and I also, well, I downloaded Bioshock 2 because Did you? it is 10 bucks on Xbox. Is it really? Yeah, it's 10 bucks for the week. So I figured, you know, I might as well give it a shot. I haven't started it yet. But I also uh, was. With a friend yesterday, and he was playing The Walking Dead, oh. and so we, I sat through two episodes because I just couldn't you, tear myself away you, from it. It was just
0: the game is so so well it's so done. good.
1: And aside from I'd say one puzzle in the first episode, mm-hmm. which is it all makes sense. It yep. goes well. It's not your classic adventure game of, right. like, find these two random things and somehow they work together right. to <laughs>
0: get you dis- the right. solution. It is, oh, that game is so fantastic. And the, like, The first time I – I downloaded the first episode kind of on just a chance. I was just like, eh, you know, like it wasn't that expensive, and I really, really, really love the comic book, and I really love the show. So I I, I know I'm invested in the universe already, so I downloaded it kind of as a chance to see if I might like it, and it just quickly became, like, seriously a game of the year candidate to me. Like, just the writing is so good. The art style is so, like, original. It's kind of – it looks like a moving comic book. It's just incredible. It's just an incredible game. Andrea, you have to play this game.
2: I know. It's it's on my to-do list. Yeah,
0: it's it's fantastic. So what have you been playing, Andrea?
2: Uh Skyrim. What a lot of Skyrim. Yeah, we
0: see that on the video. <laughs> We're watching the video portion right now. It looks like you're rolling with it with a crossbow now.
2: Yeah. That's um cool. yeah. I, I actually I haven't I'm ashamed to admit this, but since last week I've yet to progress in Dawn Guard. I've just been distracted with other quests. Um, this one here, I'm actually doing the Elder Knowledge quest. It's sure. one of the main storylines to get the search for the Elder Scroll. Sure. Um, but yeah, I, I'm i kind of mad at Skyrim this week. A little You're bit. mad? Yeah, because... Okay, so my my sidekick, Goldir, who I call Gwildor, where I'm just <laughs> at, you know, he's been my, my follower for pretty much the entire game. So sure. I thought, okay, well, you know, I'm going to marry him. <laughs> um, well... I was all excited because I finally found that necklace that apparently you need to get yeah. married, which is kind of stupid. The
0: Amulet of Mara.
2: That's the one. Okay, so I got it. I'm like, great. Okay, I'm going to marry Gwildor. No.
0: He shoot you down? Uh, is he back for the other team? <laughs> That's a yes. Okay, well. Is his dragon lord in another castle? <laughs>
2: <laughs> anyway, okay, so I was waiting for the prompt to... <laughs> oh, my God. Blah. I was waiting for the prompt because I guess there's something like, you know, you say, like, oh, you're interested in me. Are you? Yeah. Blah. Okay, so no- nothing appeared. There was no option. Did he stand you
0: builder.
2: up? I thought it was because I, I downloaded the-, the Hardfire DLC and I've been actually working on building my house this week. Right. So I made him my steward so he would go, like, get logs and supplies for the house for me. Oh and my I God. thought. Uh oh, maybe maybe that's why I can't marry him because I he's married, your steward. Yeah, he's like my little personal slave. And well,
0: that's uh, what a husband is.
2: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and uh, okay, so I was upset, I'm like, oh no, what what have I done? Because obviously, I saved it several times, and like, no, I wanted to marry my I wanted to marry Guldor.
0: <laughs> this is so, very sad.
2: So I I went online and I did some research, and uh, according to my findings, Guldor is you can't marry
0: him. He's one of the unmarriables?
2: Yeah.
0: Unmarriables? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Unmentionables. Which,
2: which doesn't... It doesn't make sense to me. It's like, why? I feel like... His yeah, you've spent
0: all this time, hours and hours, building this love and trust with Goldor. I know!
2: And nothing! Not meant to be. No, no, I guess not. So I was kind of bummed about that. Because that was my, my plan all along. I'm like, oh, sure, you know, I'll just marry Guldor.
0: So now, are you going to have, like, are you going to just, like, have a fantasy, like role play in your head where you're married oh, to Gildor God. or are you going to have like a <laughs> domestic partnership with Gildor? <laughs> Or are you going to let Gwildor go at some point and, like, find the man for you?
2: No, no, I'm going to find I'm gonna find myself a new Skyrim, dude. Um, this well, is sad. I know. What
0: Like, what happens to... This is what always, like, bothers me about games like that. Like, I just can't leave people alone. Like, I tell them to go home and then I, like, literally cry about it. Like, I'm like, no! And they're like, okay, I'll be back at the village if you ever care again. And <laughs> it's like, it's so sad to me. So, like, what happens to Gwildor? Like...
2: Oh no, he's he's always gonna be at the house that I'm currently building because he's my steward. So. Oh
0: my god, you're gonna have like two men. You're gonna have a husband <laughs> okay. and then a Gwildor on the side. Yeah, that's
2: I that's that's my master plan all along. No, wow. but but all in all, I was I was really bummed because that really that was my plan. I was gonna marry more yeah. and you can't even do that. So I'm like, seriously?
0: It's very sad. Well so, sometimes it's just not meant to be.
2: And then I'm talking to all these random people. I had a few chicks in on me, like, um, no. And then, um, I talked to the, the blacksmith in Riften.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, it's Balamond or something like yeah. that. I call, I nicknamed him Toll Fitness. <laughs> 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 I have, I have, well, um, actually my brother came up with that one. I thought it was funny. That's a good one. Um, but we, we've come up with nicknames of, of a bunch of characters that can't remember the, the right. names of So you're um, going to
0: marry Toll Fitness now?
2: No, I was just saying that I was surprised. It's like, I feel like everyone else in the game is like, oh, you know, like, because I'm wearing that necklace still. Right, right. Everyone except Gwildor.
0: It's all, well, I mean, that's an allegory for life, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much. Art imitates life. Yeah. That's too bad. Well, I'm sorry to hear about your marital troubles, but I'm glad I that you're, you're <laughs> glad, glad that your gaming is going well, though. Uh,
2: yeah, yeah, it's, cool. It's good. It's
0: good. So, uh, you—I think it was you, Andrea—you unearthed an article about um, Assassin's Creed 3, which we all know is coming out in uh, just a yeah, couple of days actually, now. Uh,
2: uh, Tommy sent it to me, friend of Mookie. Shout
0: out to Tommy. Hey, Tommy.
2: And um, I thought it was interesting because I haven't. Well, okay. For the most part, I haven't played any of the Assassin's Creed games. I played that very, little, very little of the first one. I just... I I liked it. I, I just... I couldn't... I couldn't really get into it. I thought it was... It was too repetitive. Sure. I don't know, again, I'm sure that same argument can be used for any video game. Um, but it just... It didn't really capture my full attention. Okay. Um, so, I was, I was reading through this article because... It seems like everyone loves Assassin's Creed. You guys like it? Um, I wouldn't say I
0: love it. Yeah,
2: but I love
0: it. it. Okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um. So you know, I read about there's a new multiplayer mode. It it, it seems like uh, this guy, or was his name Alex Rubens? Yeah. Yeah. Um, who wrote the article? Yeah. Um. He seems to be in agreement with the title that you could start um with Assassin's Creed Three, and you know, because they give you a little. Summary of the story. Okay. So I don't know. Might might be something I'm interested in. So I wanted to ask you guys, because you have played all the games, yeah. um, what your thoughts are with that. Do you think it would... I mean, obviously you haven't played the third one yet because it comes out on Tuesday. Right. But do you think it would be possible?
0: I'm going to tell you that I am personally not planning on playing the third one. Um, and the reason for me uh, that I don't think I'll buy it um, is... I just got worn out. It's kind of the same kind of thing that you said, that uh-huh. it's it's really repetitive. I really like the strides they made in two. Um, I really liked one, I really liked two. Um, Revelations is a mess. Um,
2: <laughs> Greg agrees. I, I, think, <laughs> I think I think that important. I think that they
0: I think that, that in the current ones they've spent too much effort on trying to make multiplayer happen and I don't think it should um in that in that game series and i also don't like what they kind of did they kind of like they did these like tower defense type things oh. in the last one and it's a waste of time and makes the game really boring and it does make it repetitive mm-hmm. um what i really like about it is i really like the storyline i really like the idea i really like the mm-hmm. like kind of like being a stealthy kind of assassin thing is really cool and i think that it probably will translate really well to the american revolution that's pretty cool um and i'm glad to see a game actually explore that period in history because we haven't really had no, any not really. so that's cool mm-hmm. um so i wish it all the best i just don't think i'm going to get sucked in again um what do you think about it, Greg?
1: Um, I mean, I, I tend to agree with a lot of the points that were already made. Um, Assassin's Creed One, which I know I I loaned to Andrea and mm-hmm. she, as she said, it was repetitive and it is. It is, yeah. Um, that was one of the big complaints about it. But if you, if you push through, I mean, if you're in the right mood to play it, I enjoyed it. too. I think, just like you said, Mike, the strides that were made, just so much. More variety, yeah, way better gameplay. I mean
0: a Renaissance time period. Yeah, so cool, yeah. It's just very, very interesting. (laughs) And I genuinely like the sword play, like all the counters and stuff. Yeah. I had a fun time with it. It gets a
1: little repetitive for me, but you know, it's it works. It's better than one. Oh yeah, definitely better than one. Yeah. And I mean the ending of two just floored me Yeah. What (laughs) yeah, it's really yeah, no,
0: it's really cool. The story's cool. Yeah.
1: Um and I liked I liked Brotherhood a lot. Uh, I thought it was a really good... Yeah, Brotherhood was okay. ...really good epilogue to 2. Right. Um, But that's when Ubisoft was like, you know, oh, let's make it a yearly thing now. And it's like, okay. And then Revelations came out, and as you said, it was a mess. It's a mess. The story wasn't that engaging. Right. It had nothing to do with Ezio. Right, yeah. Like, I don't know. So, I'm going to play 3. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Um, But I'm going to borrow it from a friend once he's done with it. Yeah. But to answer your question, Andrea, I... I don't think you should really jump in at, mm-hmm. at three. Um, I think there's a lot of nuances that get brushed over. Like Each game does a good job of summarizing like the big points of what happened. Sure,
0: yeah. Um,
2: but you don't get everything. From
1: everything prior. Right, but you don't get everything. So I would recommend, if if you can, slog through one.
2: Okay. Um, <laughs> I'll have to pick that up again.
1: Because 2 and Brotherhood are great. You don't need to play Revelations.
0: It's Just a waste of time. Avoid it at yeah. all
2: costs. Okay, good to know.
0: <laughs> but, uh, all it reveals is that Assassin's Creed can get boring. It reveals <laughs> That's the revelation. It reveals <laughs> that both
1: Ezio and Altair eventually died at some point.
0: Which you already know because oh, there's hundreds weird. and hundreds of wow. years. <laughs>
2: well, guys, you have totally ruined yeah. the game for me. Yeah.
0: Oh, People do yeah. die, you know. It's there's weird. no Santa Claus either. Sorry about that.
2: Oh uh, Yeah, spoiler. Oh, this is totally unrelated, but it reminds me of this. I think it is so disgusting that I'm seeing all of these Christmas commercials oh, yeah. and Christmas displays. It's not even Halloween. It's true. I hate this holiday. It's, it's true. It never ends. Oh, my God. Okay. It's
0: true. <laughs>
1: Commercialism.
0: yeah no So, um... Uh, so we had a funny discussion kind of um, before we started recording today and maybe in the future we'll do some outtakes because I, I think we all agree <laughs> that some of the funniest stuff that we say is actually before we start recording. Um, but we were having a little discussion before and we'd like to continue it for a couple minutes now about trying to explain either the importance or the excitement of video games to someone who doesn't play video games at all and how yep. silly that can, <laughs> that can turn out to be, especially because we're all adults now. So like it's one thing when you were a kid... Mm-hmm. And you're talking to other kids about the stuff that is fun. It's like kids are much more open to like understanding the concept of fun. Like oh, for sure. fun's sake. Like it's, it's, you're imagining you're this, like kids get that. Mm-hmm. But adults are like so rigid in their entertainment, you know? Mm-hmm. And I find, uh, I'll, I guess I'll, I'll give myself like, uh, I'll, I'll take the first little tiny anecdote here and then turn it over to you guys. But for me, um, I feel like with, especially with like kind of like tough guy males, It's really hard for me to explain, like, why I like a video game like Skyrim, for instance, where it's like I am role-playing something else. Like, men don't get that. Like, they get sports and, like, they get, like, things that are very definite, (laughs) Uh but they don't, like, they don't, and now I'm making a generalization. It's not, obviously, I am a guy. Like, I get it, and a lot of guys do. But, like, like, guys that don't play games at all, I find I have the silliest conversations with because they're like, well, why would you want to do that? And I'm like, well, because it's fun. They're like, well, why would you want to do that? I'm like, well, <laughs> because it's fun. Like, It's just because it's fun to be something else. It's fun to pretend sometimes, you know, and they don't get that. Like, they'll get sports games. They'll get shooting games because it's, like, very, very, like, definite and direct. Like, you are going to go kill someone else. That's, like, a male thing to do. But they will not get RPGs. They will not get, like, other kind of puzzle or adventure games. Um, so I find, that, I find that pretty funny.
1: I find it's interesting to explain games to girls, actually. Really? I have, yeah, the opposite, because, um, sadly, most of their experiences are, are very much, well, my boyfriend at the time, right. or my current boyfriend right. wanted me to play Halo or Call right. of Duty. Right, 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 right. And it's like, you don't start somebody at Halo or Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah, they're not gonna get like, it. I get furious when I play Call of Duty. I can't imagine what someone who has no clue what she's doing, right. or he's doing, right. is gonna feel like. So right. So, it's, I know, I, I try to, to explain it and be like, hey, you know, so why don't you try this game? You know, it's, it's a little easier. Right. Maybe it has a really good story. Like, right. And I, I, I like to explain Bioshock a lot to them. It's like, sure. It's all about, um, what's that philosopher's name? Ayn
0: Rand. Anne
1: Rand, thank you. Ayn Rand. Yeah. And uh, they're like, eh, maybe, I don't know. It's just like they're so turned off by that first experience of some hardcore shooter. And it can be very but daunting, awesome. yeah.
0: That's yeah, for sure. It's a, I'm very fortunate that that um, I, well, I kind of infected uh, my wife uh, with the love of video games. Like, she did not like them um, or just didn't care when we started dating. But, like, obviously, I played so many of them. Like, it, eventually, she had to, like, watch and she had to, like, get it. And she ended up really liking games that I didn't think she would. So like the games that my wife will play are like Red Dead Redemption and Grand Theft Auto open world games. where She can just do whatever she wants. And she loves like just being the evil person who kills everyone. Like without (laughs) wanton abandon. She loves Skyrim. She loves, uh, she loved oblivion. She played that game for a hundred more hours than I did. Um, so that's pretty, that's pretty cool to me to see what games do click with people that otherwise wouldn't play. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it can be really daunting. I certainly wouldn't give a, sh- a fast paced shooter to someone who doesn't play games because that is, that is a recipe for frustration.
2: Well, I even, um, I, I thought of this, um, this topic because of a, a real life experience not too long ago. I don't even remember how it came up in conversation, mm-hmm. but, um, uh, <laughs> I tried explaining, uh, Slender Man to my mother. <laughs> 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 oh boy was this entertaining i really again i don't know how that to is
0: awesome up,
2: but, um i guess just very briefly if, if you don't know what it is um the game is really simple um you get a flashlight <laughs> and you're in this forest and you have to collect pages of a manuscript or something and there are eight of them and each time you well you have to collect all the pages okay um, and this, uh, this whole time, uh now, the only Man problem <laughs> is is <laughs> uh, is out in the forest. And uh, if your screen gets all staticky, then you know he's really close to you. So you have to get out of there. Yes. And I mean, okay, the, the controls are very basic. Now, my Slender Man experience gameplay I think totals about twenty minutes. So I found one page, and it was and then hilarious. I
0: it was oh. awesome. It was so
2: scary, but anyway, okay. So I, I'm I'm trying to explain this to my mom, and <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure she thinks I'm insane now because you know I went through the whole thing, like you know the, the when what we talked about before is that the game is so basic itself, right. but the the thrill of it is this fear right. that Slender Man is going to get you. Right. So yeah. Um. Needless to say, it was it was entertaining, but my mom was just, like, not...
0: <laughs> not having it?
2: No. It was really funny. Now, this is
0: interesting. What does your mom do for fun, I wonder?
2: Oh, she loves to read. She reads? Yeah.
0: So, it would be interesting to try to... I mean, obviously, everyone in the world reads, but, like, to try mm-hmm. to describe why would you read for fun for a long period of time to huh. someone else, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, how would she describe it? Well, it's like I sit in one place for an <laughs> hour or two or three uh, uh-huh. and I read about people that don't really exist and I imagine what that situation is like. Now, isn't that just like what we do?
2: Yeah, I suppose it is. I so it's
0: that. funny to me that like certain things are really just accepted because they've been around forever sure. and certain things are still newer so they're not. So I, I would postulate that 150 years from now when games have been around for 100 75 years 180 years that'll just be normal like everyone for generations will have just grown up with yeah with literature but also with interactive gaming it's just the same thing right
1: well i mean it's an interesting idea um i am not well versed in korean culture at all but i hear often that it's not a matter like the question that is asked when you meet someone new in South Korea, at least, is is not. Do you play video games? Yeah, it's which what do you yeah, play? Yeah, because if you don't play, then that's odd. That's, how, that's yeah. weird. Yeah. So, and I think, well, even uh, I forget which which university
0: just has a Skyrim class now. It's so awesome! I, I want really, to take that class online. Know, there's like,
2: a Skyrim. There's a Skyrim class. class. It's, it's, it's awesome. I it's wish no way. I could
1: remember the university? It's,
0: I think it's Colorado. It's Cal- <laughs> it's Colorado California it's one of the ones with the think. Something. Yeah, um,
1: but they just. Started this, I think this upcoming semester is yeah. going to be a Skyrim class yeah. where you explore ancient Nord mythology. It's so cool through Skyrim. It's such a good and, idea. I mean, even wow. before that, there was I think it was University of Florida has yeah. the Portal class. Yes,
0: yeah. yeah. That's can, how you explore you physics explore, and puzzles. Yeah, through yeah, the Portal. It's genius. Yeah, it's, so, it's, me up. <laughs> yeah, it's an mean, absolute genius. I think it's just it's not a matter of if this
1: is going to yeah. get more accepted. It's just when. Right. So I think. Right. Hopefully we won't be having that discussion of like, it's weird to try and explain that to right. someone who doesn't play games. Yeah. Hopefully that'll be a thing of the past soon. Yeah.
0: No, I just find it's it, it's interesting. Like there's so many corollaries between what you get out of video games and what you get from listening, sitting and listening to music or what you get from sitting and reading a good book. I mean, it, it's the same thing. Like why do humans care about any of this at all? It's like mm-hmm. universal. Like everyone likes to imagine. Everyone likes to explore. Everyone likes to solve puzzles. It's just we do it in a different way and it looks cooler because it's on Xbox. <laughs> you know like it's that's true. that's about it so it's an interesting discussion um and just to remind all of you that uh, may be listening if you have thoughts on this uh, discussion please leave comments on our uh, youtube page because we certainly love to read them or twitter or our page or, anywhere. or, Facebook, or, yeah. or wherever. yeah anyway <laughs> anywhere you can find us yeah right so uh this week um greg i know that you and i talked about this a little bit before the show uh, minecraft has uh has overtaken Call of Duty. As far as players, is that true? Minecraft
1: has overtaken Call of Duty in turn on Xbox Live's activity chart. This comes from Game Informer. Good wow. um, lord! Earlier in the month, it was talked about that Minecraft just on Xbox has sold over four million copies Good lord. since May. And um, this is the top five titles. Well, I'll, just, I'll read the top. Yeah, five go titles, ahead. Um, for Xbox Live, this was. Reported is it like last week's. Uh, the week of October fifteenth. Yeah. Okay. This list. Mm-hmm. Minecraft. Uh, Modern Warfare three. EA yeah. Sports FIFA Soccer thirteen. I don't oh, get that FIFA. one.
2: Oh, Four gross.
1: <laughs> was Black Ops. Five Still was Borderlands How? two. Still. Six is Halo Reach, seven is Battlefield 3, eight is Modern Warfare 2. Good God, yeah. Call of Duty. Nine is Madden NFL 13, and ten is NBA 2K 13. Although you will be happy to know, Mike, that 11 was Happy Wars.
0: Happy Wars is awesome. No, <laughs> I, I need, to, I play need to play Did that. Have you guys played it
1: yet?
2: No. It's totally wow. free. It's totally yeah, free. No. I
1: need to check it out. But I just, I find it very, very interesting that Minecraft took over wow. Call of Duty. I mean, because you have to think. That's a lot of people. At least since Modern Warfare 2, if not before that. Yeah. Call of Duty has been number one. It's been number one. Oh, sure. Yeah. And it just, it makes me wonder if people are just getting frustrated with being frustrated. Because every time, you know, I whined about it last week and I whine about it again this week. Right. Every time I try to get gameplay or play on my own... It is one of the most frustrating experiences of all
0: time. Are you talking specifically Marvel over 3 right now? are you talking the series? I think
1: just the series in general. Right, like, okay. While I love Black Ops more... Yeah, I, still, I do not. I still get frustrated with Black yeah. Ops. Like, it's certainly not a perfect game. Yeah. Um, but when you play Minecraft, it's not like, oh, hey, it's time to get frustrated. It's, oh, hey, let's relax. Let's yeah. explore this world. And yes, it is frustrating when a creeper just blows up right behind you and you lose everything. <laughs> but, I mean, you have an option to... Turn that off if you want. It's true. Yeah, you they can have, totally play it just, new, just for fun. With the new update, you have creative mode, so you can just build things. Ooh, I didn't even download that yet. I haven't played in so long. Yeah, so they added, like, the hunger meter. To That's them, cool. So I don't
0: know if you like that. Yeah, I do. On like... it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> now, wait, I'm curious about one thing. Um, when did Minecraft come out? Is it a couple summer, months Summer, right?
0: Or early well, summer? Minecraft has been around for... No, 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 but the Xbox the version. The Xbox version yeah. or, like, Minecraft in
2: general? Uh, let's go with the Xbox version. It came out in May.
0: Yeah, okay. yeah, early summer, yeah.
2: I just, I'm, it makes me wonder, because, um, like, Modern Warfare 3 is the most recent Call of Duty, and that's been out for just about a year now. So I don't know if that has something to do with it. It's like people have played that for a while, and then right. Minecraft comes out, so it's like it's the new thing to play. I wonder if that has anything to do with well
0: it's so different like what what, oh, that's true. what really gets me and i think it's actually very good um that this is that this is the case but i mean it's such it's such a different kind of gameplay experience and i think mm-hmm. that the that the industry which only sees dollars and cents has been so like single mindedly about Military action first-person shooters because that's what's making a billion dollars every sure. year. Sure, yeah. Um, so to see something like this, which is the which is you could not be any more opposite. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have like it has chunky graphics. Like it's not like it's photorealistic. It's obviously not overtly violent. It's cutesy violent, if anything. No, it's, I it's, it's, the it's 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 ninety eight percent about creation, uh-huh. not about destruction. Right. Um, to see that have more. Activity than than the you know the the current hotness in video games, which is first person, blow everyone away, blood, gore, excitement, bill. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty cool. That's I that's cool. cool. I think that speaks highly of gamers in general and of the of the you know the state of things. I, I'm glad to see that. I'm surprised yes. to see that. I have to say, I'm glad to see it though.
1: I'm happy to see it because yes. I mean, while I love military shooters every once in a while, I'm I'm sick of this climate of right. Like you need to make. Call of Duty copycat, yeah. So that you can make billions of dollars, right? Mm-hmm. It sure would be nice to return to just different games, something different Different, different styles yeah.
0: of games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean even within even within shooters themselves, and if I can go on a tiny bit of a tangent because I I really do like the new Medal of Honor here. Uh, even within those shooters, it seems like there's such a backlash against anything that is different, like anything. Like I like I said at the beginning of our podcast, I was I, I I've, I'm having a really good time with the new Medal of Honor, but I looked online to see like what the reviewers and people are saying, and they hate it. They hate it so much, and their really? their reasons for hating it is it boils down to it doesn't play exactly like Call of Duty. Oh my god! The goodness. maps aren't exactly like Call of Duty. The guns aren't the same guns that are in Call of Duty.
2: It's a different the
0: way that you attack yeah. the way that you get attachments and the way you get new stuff is different than Call of Duty, and people are mad. Like, they're mad that it's not exactly the same.
2: See, that frustrates frustrates me because it's like, well, then play Call of Duty.
0: Well, right, which is what everyone does.
2: Well, yeah.
1: And I mean, <laughs> I mean that argument, that, like, mentality is always going to be there. Like, even before yeah. Call of Duty, it was, it's not like Halo. Yeah. So, I mean, unfortunately, right. that's just going to be there. Right. But, mm-hmm. you know,
2: I don't know. It's a sad truth. It, it's a
1: sad truth, but right. still, I'm just still sick of right. like, military shooters all over the place. So
0: Yeah, yeah. I wonder what the next thing will be, you know? Like, it's like, Call of Duty, like, well, first Halo, I guess, on console, and then Call of Duty came and, like, just blew up this huge bomb, and now everything is that type of game. Like, I wonder what the next type of game will be, you know?
1: Hopefully something not as gray and brown.
0: Right? (laughs) Like, all of our TVs can show lots of colors now, people. Let's do that. It's true. Yeah, well, uh, Greg, you found an interesting uh, article, and I think possibly inflammatory to some of us around this table. Um, (laughs) This company that I cannot pronounce their name right, GoGogic, G-O-G-O-G-I-C? That's like too many Gs.
1: Yeah, it is a lot of Gs. Um, Yeah, so I have a few articles this week, but this one I'd say is probably, as you said, the most just ridiculous. Okay. So the CEO of social gaming company... Go-Gajic, gojik. I don't, know. his name's, Jon- I'm going to pronounce this is <laughs> from Iceland, um, jo- Jonan Antonsson.
0: Sure, I know Jonan. I'm sure
1: I butchered that. Yeah, Yo-Dog, um, that's what I call him. <laughs> <laughs> this is coming from The Escapist, but, uh, he talked about how single-player games are gimmicky. Ridiculous. So, I'll just read this quote in its entirety, and you can draw from it what you will. Okay. But the single-player mechanic is a gimmick. Games are meant to be played with others, and it doesn't matter if it's in-person or online. The first games were designed as multiplayer experiences, but when computer and console games became a thing, there was a need to construct an antagonist and slash or a protagonist for commercial reasons. You couldn't depend on people coming together to have a synchronous experience over a game. That would have simply stifled sales, and since there was no reasonable way to connect people in other ways, the arcade was the only serious attempt. It became an industry need to project the game as the other player. Playing a game is a multiplayer activity and can easily be seen as such when you watch young toddlers play by themselves. They invent someone to play with, someone that they talk to and interact with. And so the author of the article goes on to say that he understands the point um, of people playing with others, but as he says, you don't read multiplayer books after all, and listening to music or watching television isn't an inherently social activity mm-hmm. either. Apparently this guy like kind of backpedaled a little bit and he said, well, even if you have something as simple as a high score list, okay. and that makes a game social and it transforms it. But he then restated his belief that single-player experiences are becoming largely irrelevant to anyone outside a very niche audience. <laughs>
0: um, Andrea,
2: um, it, the fact that he says that it's it, okay, games should be only multiplayer. I disagree. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, I. I've been playing Skyrim, and I mean that's that's right. a solo game, right. and I'm having a ton of fun with it. Sure. Um, also, let's see. Oh, Red Dead Redemption! I love the single player. Like that's what I got the game. To oh yeah. I mean, sure, the multiplayer is fun, yeah, but right. I mean, that was the whole point of the game for me was to go through the story. Right. Um, it sounds like Assassin's Creed. Right. You can play that by yourself. I mean, the list goes on and on. Um. I I think it's important to have both. I, I certainly love playing with friends online or in person and, and um, working together for co-op stuff. Sure. Um, but, you know, sometimes. I just want to explore with my little buddy door over here. Gwildor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so I I personally like having both. I like to have a multiplayer option, mm-hmm. and I certainly like to have the single-player option where I can just play by myself.
0: I mean, I would say that whole genres of gaming are only or should be, I would argue, only, if not mostly single player affairs. Like, I don't want my adventure games to be multiplayer games. Like I want to enjoy that story by myself. Mm-hmm. Like I wouldn't that walk the the great Walking Dead series that Greg and I were talking about earlier, like, that wouldn't work like as a multiplayer thing. Like you need to feel the importance of your actions and decisions in that universe, you know, Mm -hmm. just to play devil's advocate at the end of each episode, though, they show you. Yeah. What what other other people did. That's really interesting. This guy's opinion. That's still multiplayer. I would venture
1: to think that you would say that
0: as a multiplayer. Okay. Well, I I mean, I can hear you and him on that. And I, uh, and I, I would say, I would say my answer or my thought on this is kind of like a dual one. On one hand, I, I think it's just the way that our society has gone and the way that it is and will be now because we're so interconnected through everyone's got a, you know, everyone in the world has a smartphone that's always online everywhere. Like when you're not on your phone, you're on your computer. When you're not on your computer, you're online. Everyone's connected all of the time. I think that we are um, habitually socialized like now. We're always somehow connected to the whole world. Mm -hmm. So I think that's just the way it's going to go, and I think I'm not saying that's good or bad necessarily. It's just the way it is. It's what we're used to. So I think that for me, I would be a little bit shocked if if games suddenly went back to like I'm not connected to my friends all the time, even when I'm playing Skyrim. Because like even when you're playing Skyrim, you can be in a party, like you're still talking to people. You're just doing your own thing. You know what I mean? So I think that that's the way it's going to be, whether it's good or bad. That's the way it's going to be. Um, But. As far as pure gameplay is concerned, I think it's ridiculous to say that a single-player experience is a niche. Like, I don't think that's true at all. I think there are certain game types and game, like, certain genres that you want to be mainly multiplayer because of the competitive aspect, like shooters. Or sports games is really cool when they're multiplayer because you can play against your friends who like the mm-hmm. same sport. That's fine. It's like competition. But adventure games and RPGs, they should always be single-player to me. And in fact, they get ruined when they, in my opinion, when they try to do multiplayer when it doesn't work. Like, Assassin's Creed is a perfect example. Like, one of the reasons I got ticked off with that series is, like, I was like, why do you have this huge multiplayer mode you took away from other missions you could have given me? Yeah. And I played the multiplayer for a grand total of, like, five minutes. I was like, this sucks. Like, it doesn't control. It's not the type of game, you know?
2: It kind of reminds me. I know there's a new Hitman game coming out this month, and I'm kind of on the fence whether or not I'm going to get it. Right. Maybe not right away, but eventually. Um. It's like putting multiplayer in a game like Hitman. Really? Did they? I I hope not.
0: No, they couldn't. No, that's ridiculous. But I
2: mean, if they if they did or they're going to, I think that's stupid. That's dumb. Yeah. No, it's dumb.
0: How can everyone in the world be a super assassin? Like that. Like that ruins the whole mythos of the game. Like multiplayer,
2: everyone can.
1: Ugh. Now to. Be fair to this guy, he's a little biased. So, you checked out Go Gogic.
0: He's also Icelandic. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, he is. So, what does he know besides sleds and hot chocolate? Do you want to no. keep going? Nope. nope. Right. <laughs> I'm going to stop right there in case anyone from Iceland ever listens. Okay.
1: <laughs> so, he's made, he and his company have made social games, um, casual games for. Browser-based games on uh, iOS. Right. So, like, games like Vikings of Thule.
0: Oh, my God. It's my favorite game ever. Vikings of Thule. Vikings of Thule.
1: <laughs> Xmas Go-Go Games. Rupture. Soft Freak Fiesta.
0: Yeah, I bet he made a lot of money out of that one. And
1: Cake Pop Party.
0: I'm not even going to go anywhere with that.
1: <laughs> so, I mean, obviously this guy's a little biased, but... Right. I mean, I, I, at the end of the day, I think it's an interesting point about things... Games being multiplayer and yeah. wanting to socialize, but... Yeah. I don't know. I think even single-player games that don't have online capabilities, they already have that stuff pre-programmed in because it's a water cooler moment. Right. Like, you can go to work and talk right. about what happened. Absolutely. So, I think every game has always had that.
0: Yes. Gaming is a social event in that it is. it can be a passive social event. Like, you can play it. And then you go and you see your friends the next time and you talk about how awesome, like, did you get to that point yet? Uh, it's the same way with, like, watching sports teams or mm-hmm. anything. People, humans are social. It's going right. to in Yeah, that's event. not. so
1: for him to be like, single-player games aren't social, but they are. Yeah.
2: You know, so. I just thought of it, you know, um, it's become such a habit or, like, I don't, it's something I don't even notice anymore. Like, if you're going to play a single-player game, like, you sign online to Xbox yeah. Live or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, you, you could talk with people. Right. And I think um, it feels strange, especially now, if on the rare occasion I decide to play my PS2.
0: Right, and then it's like you're like isolated. And, yeah. yeah,
2: and I never really noticed that before until I got the Xbox. It's yeah. like going backwards. Yeah. I mean, it's it's strange. It's like somehow because I'm not online, I feel really disconnected yeah. from everyone else. But yeah. I mean, at the same time, you can still talk about those games. right? Um, so yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's the same thing as like going to like a big new movie comes out and you go and you see the movie. Mm -hmm. And of course, like, unless you're a jerkist, like you're not talking during the movie, like you're silent and you're watching the movie and you're having your own experience Mm -hmm. with it. But then after the movie, if your friends have seen the movie, you're going to talk about the new big movie. Like, Oh my God, you see this? What do you think about that moment? Like, so it's a social event, even though you, you experience it in a single, Mm -hmm. in, in a singular mindset. So. I don't know. I think he just made a little bit of a dumb statement. Maybe something didn't come through in translation or something, or he was too busy, like trying to promote Vikings of Thule to electric elderly. One of the pictures,
1: oh. He was drinking
0: something. And he was super sick. drunk. Uh, yeah, so, <laughs> there you go. I don't know. As we know about Icelandic. Never mind. <laughs> You're going to be called <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm not going to go there. I don't You're mean it. I don't mean, mean an Iceland. Not. I love Iceland. I've got an Icelandic flag in my den. Maybe no, I don't. <laughs> I have a Star Wars poster in my den. Um that I
1: believe.
0: Yeah, it's well that one's true. Uh, Greg, Super Mario 64.
1: Super Mario 64 via pretty much any news outlet ever for video games. So there was a modder who changed around Super Mario 64. And so now you can play it with two players. How? Speaking of co-op, I don't know, but you very can carefully. play very carefully. Slowly. But now you can have uh, a model, the regular Mario, and then you have another version of him that's like has black overalls instead of blue. Why didn't they make it Luigi. Because they would have had to make a new character
0: model and all that. So. Just make him green like the first Mario. I don't know. Come on, modders. You can
2: change the color of his outfit? No. Oh.
0: It's just set. The modder did. Oh. The modder, yeah. But so, how how do you play this modded version?
1: You have to download the ROM, and then you can install wow. um, the mod. So, you need an N64. Um,
0: that is jailbroken. Emulator.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. Like, you need an emulator. Oh, okay. And then you can play it on your computer. That's cool. But, uh... I just find it so interesting that you know companies who've made like these amazing games that we just remember for years and years and years have just stopped like providing I don't know updates to them. And oh, I support. You can't, yeah. you can't support a game that was never online to begin with. Like right a system that's right. How old now?
0: Very old. But mm-hmm. I mean, you do have things like HD remakes.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So your argument would be like they should have done that themselves.
1: I mean, it would have been an interesting concept I mean, even think about what Nintendo did with New Super Mario Brothers Mm -hmm. And Was it last year? They came out with the 25th anniversary collection Yeah Which was nothing but Mario All-Stars Yeah Like, why not put some money into that And maybe make it a 4-player game Right Like, can you imagine Super Mario 3 That would be cool Zoomed out with 4-players That would be cool I mean, it would be an interesting concept
0: That would be cool I wonder how that would affect the gameplay in Mario sixty four, because the camera was so much a part of it. Yeah, yeah.
1: I don't, I don't really know. But uh, interesting. I, I just think it's cool that someone took the time to do that, and uh, I hope companies learn from that and continue to provide DLC for, especially nowadays, because you can provide right. DLC for games that might be a little older. Yeah, because it's like, oh, buy the season pass, and then that's all the DLC we're going to release, and that's it. That's pretty mm-hmm. sad. You need to buy the sequel. It's like that's
0: pretty sad. Yeah,
1: sure it would be nice if. Three years from now, if they don't have a Borderlands
0: 3, you're still getting something new. Still something to yeah. play. Yeah. Well, again, you know, we harp on it every single week, it seems, but, like, adopt the computer model, people. You know what I mean? Like, look at Team Fortress 2. How old is Team Fortress 2 on Steam now? Every single week. Every single week, it comes out with new stuff. Like, it might not be something big, but, like, if you still like that game, the fact that you can, you can earn a new achievement, a new costume, some new guns, a new ability... every week they do it Mm -hmm. and that game is like four years five years it's old yeah Mm -hmm. so come on people (laughs) you know come on people that's our mission for this week to just tell everyone come on so and then I think the
1: last wrap it up alright we're gonna wrap it up (laughs) yeah we're gonna I'm just
0: gonna I'm just I'm sick of listening to you (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> so, we're, so we will we will uh, wrap it up for this week. But thanks uh, so much for um, for listening to us, folks, and for liking us and commenting. Uh, Greg, um, we are going to go into a brave new world soon. Yes. Yes. What what is this brave new world going to entail?
1: Um,
2: stuff.
0: Stuff. We've got
1: stuff. We stuff have, in the um, works. I, I, I'm sorry. I know we we're supposed to have a let's play coming up this week, but. Uh, as you can tell by our Twitter account, if you follow us on Twitter at Monday Mootcast, because you should,
2: you Ooh, should, yeah.
1: <laughs> Gamefly did not get us our game in time. No. So uh, we're going to have to we have to wait until next week. We bought it. So hopefully GameStop will have it to us by next Sunday, and then we can have a surprise for you.
0: All right. So it's surprises and fun in the works for Monday MooCast, folks. Thanks so much for listening. This is Mike and Greg and Andrea. And we're signing off. This is the Moo. Moo. moo.